Hi, homie, Phil Junkie, Spirit of South Amusiatic here, and welcome to the Amusiatic 27 Podcast, where it's for all music lovers alike. Today, we're going to be reviewing the new game album, Drillmatic, Heart vs. Mind. This is the 10th studio album by Compton, California rapper himself, The Game, following up from his last album that he dropped in 2019, Born to Rap, which was supposed to be his, quote, retirement album, and having that to be a bit of a hefty album of like 25 tracks long and supposed to be the retirement album from him and unfortunately i do kind of see that it was supposed to be a good way of supposedly retiring from his career but it, it was some highlights on the album it was a little bit over bloated a little bit there were some tracks that kind of felt a little bit there to fill in time there were some decent features here and there with d smoke travis barker uh, just to name a few, it was really interesting to see the ideas that he was trying to go on to. And the album cover itself was pretty interesting to say the least too. But I thought the overall concept of it being the quote, retirement album was okay to say the least for Born to Rap to say the least. And now coming to this album here, Drillmatic Heart vs. Mine is the heavily teased project from him. And this is another hefty project that we got from him. And this one is by far his longest album that he released by far from his whole discography being 31 tracks over two hours of material two hours of material that is longer than donda to say the least but with my curiosity got the best of me i was very curious i was very intrigued to see uh, what he's gonna do for two hours of material and what songs and who are gonna be on this album as well too and this is a very hefty project with a lot of hefty features with Kanye West, uh, G Herbo, Lil Wayne, Meek Mill, uh, Fabio Foreign, NBA Youngboy, and so on and so forth. And even having collaboration with Nipsey Hussle on one of the tracks on the album, which I thought was a pretty cool little tribute to say the least. And so um, to start out the way that he starts out with the song One Time with Ice-T, which pretty much is not an actual verse we get from Ice-T. It's just a sample that we get from uh, one of Ice-T's older songs called Colors, which is a classic song from him in his early days in the 1980s for the rap side of Ice-T, which I thought was pretty cool to say the least. But the way that it transitions to Easy with uh, Kanye West, a very heavily remarked track to say that Kanye kind of threw shots at his ex-wife Kim Kardashian and then boyfriend Pete Davidson aka Skeet Davidson having the one line that most people will recognize right away saying God save me from the crash just so I can beat Pete Davidson's ass who <laughs> uh, it's a very dark beat to say the least and having both of them together it always works well with both of them having a nice collaboration between each other for this song, such as, like, Easy. It does really well for a fair job for one of the two collaborations that they did together. Because in this album, you got Easy and Fortunate for both of the Easy collabs, which both of them did a nice job. And having for most of the first five tracks off of this album here with uh, Burning Checks, Voodoo, and Home Invasion, as long with the other two tracks that I mentioned, really do a nice job and showing off the game's visceral type of energy very aggressive energy that you see a little bit too for it but uh after that there's some other songs that kind of felt a little bit okay and solid for a degree with songs such as like op or uh outside with yg 
has a nice job in showing off the continuation of his streetness and having some features to kind of match that energy a little bit too. In some cases, you kind of see how the delivery would be a little bit more bland or sometimes a little bit of a miss for some cases. I thought Op was pretty solid, but the NBA Youngboy uh, verse was pretty solid, but didn't really stand out as much. And outside, YG did a solid job in kind of showing off like people that are try that are trying to act hood are not really outside outside type of having that outside mentality it's very interesting to say that too but i do see most of this time on this album here uh, the game would make a lot of references or even use reuse samples as well from older songs such as like the song la la land coming on with the nice jazzy horns that you see from ice cubes friday in 1995 which i thought was an okay dedication to it which was pretty solid and kind of going in with the gang culture in los angeles is pretty interesting kind of goes off an interesting differentiations of certain uh, gangs within los angeles and different cities as well it's very interesting to kind of give out a little bit of an education a little bit for that song i thought it was pretty solid then later on we do see some more melodic and more moodier songs for artists like the game would have on this album with songs as like change the game with ty dollar sign and how far i came with uh, roddy rich showing off the dedication and the hustle that he goes on to for it as well. Melodic, but very interesting type of uh, flows that he would go on to for it as well. And uh, later on, we do see some other ones with uh, more recognizable names with uh, songs such as like No Man Falls with Pushy T and 2 Chains going verse after verse after verse with each other, going off to saying that like survival is the main instinct to say the least. But then I do see one that has a little bit of an homage type of uh, production and idea and delivery, which the song would be Chrome Slugs in Harmony with G Herbo and Lil Wayne, which obviously is a homage to bone thugs and harmony and having thuggish ruggish bones be sampled throughout the whole song it's pretty unique and stands out a little bit to kind of say as the idea of an homage to them and their stuff they did which was easy to say the least but other ones that i i really do enjoy would be uh start from scratch 2 which i thought that was a perfect sequel to the original in 2005 from the documentary album i really love start from scratch from that album and him doing a sequel to this album here really works really great i really got some nice nostalgia to it and he even pays homage to uh, havoc of mob deep and paying tribute to prodigy rip to him which was really cool to say the least for start from scratch too i really am impressed with that but then you get to other songs that have more of a different switch up for songs such as like Ruby's Rose with Twista and Jeremiah, which thought it, was, it had a nice start to be a little bit of a moody type of love song with Twista having the nice fast Midwest flow. Really goes on to be really catchy with the nice plucky guitar and moodiness for the trap, for the trap sound a little bit for it. But then it goes to a more slow, passionate version of it. It just kind of seems a little dull for the second half, unfortunately. I really enjoyed the first half that Twista went on. And if it was that beat the entire time, would have been fine, to say the least. Then, <laughs> uh, there's two tracks that I kind of found. There's one interlude and one track that kind of felt like a little bit, okay, was the idea going on to it with uh, the interlude, uh, Drake with Braids, in which is pretty much just a... 90 second voicemail that uh, Drake left for the game that he recorded saying that hey unfortunately I can't do a feature at this moment because I have a lot of stuff that's going on to it 
which wouldn't be not that bad of an idea because we already got a collaboration between the both of them on uh, one of the documentary sequels as well, too, on 100, which is a really good song. We're seeing the collaboration between them. Wouldn't it be that bad to see it again, but maybe in the future. We'll see. But then the other one with uh, French Montana and Tory Lanez and even DJ Khaled uh, the, with the song Beach on it. It's uh, a little bit, you can totally see the ideas that DJ Khaled was going on to for it. And if I see this song on DJ Khaled's next album, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And speaking of surprises, before the album was even released, the game released a 10-minute this track called The Black Slim Shady, which obviously is supposed to be a diss towards Eminem, and it was leaked, but then once I listened to it, I was like, I said this jokingly, there is no way that he's going to put the full 10 minutes on the album, and Lord have fucking mercy, he puts the full 10 minutes on this album. <laughs> he puts the full 10 minutes in the album. And it is nothing but just Eminem references that are mid. Unfortunately so. That's the only one that kind of sticks out like a sore thumb to me, unfortunately. I can see the creativity is going on to with it and kind of doing multiple references from different albums, such as like the interludes in between, like the Uber driver of having the, the brother of Stan, of Matthew, and saying like, oh, going down 8 Mile. This is a little uh, starter cab that I got from Stan, to say the least. And <laughs> all the quote this lines that he tried to go on to are kind of mild at most and for some reason that he mentions uh his daughter Haley for some reason which is one thing you don't do if you're trying to beef with Eminem to say the least you never bring out Haley and any of your bars if you're dissing Eminem because if you do that he's gonna come at you and ruin your career and happen to a lot of other artists as well too <laughs> but all jokes aside it's a underwhelming diss track if that was the whole goal to it it was very underwhelming and kind of carried on a little too long to say the least too in my opinion but it kind of picks up a little bit more uh into the momentum in the later half of the album a little bit with songs such as like money cash clothes with asap rocky and the one track with cameron really great really great tracks i really do see the energy they go on to for nice dramatic pianos and very gritty sounds and also, we see the game go into some drill beats as well, too, with uh, the one song that I mentioned with Cameron on it. Also, uh, Burning Checks with Fabio Foreign, which was an interesting contrast, to say the least, of him trying to go blending in with the drill sound a little bit, too. I thought it was pretty unique, to say the least. But um, other ones, we can kind of see some more underwhelming tracks with songs such as, like, 38 Special with Blueface. It's only a small, like, 15 20 second intro verse from Blueface and just carries on the rest of the game and uh some other ones with uh more funky boom bap stuff you see on the song stupid with uh big sean really does a nice job too and saying everything going stupid and sean does a nice job in doing his delivery does a solid job with it and so most of the stuff on this album as an overall project are solid but in most cases i do kind of see the album kind of going into some solid dedications as well with songs such as like world tours with nipsey hustle 
which I thought was a very soulful beat and having a nice little tribute to Nip as well too. But not only that, the game also mentions Nipsey a bunch of times too on some songs on the album to kind of put the dedication to it as well too. I thought it was pretty cool to say the least. And having both the game and Nipsey do a collab together, really cool. Really cool stuff to say the least. But if you want to hear it again, unfortunately it's not going to be able to play on streaming platforms because from what I've heard, one of Nip's brothers wanted to uh, have the song taken off of the album. It's a little it's a little weird, but uh, when I had the chance to hear it, it was pretty good. Really good, soulful stuff. I really do enjoy the song. It's really fun. Really great track. The final tracks on this album are really sweet with the songs. Uh, Father's Prayer. It's a nice little soulful song of the game showing off a bit of a letter to the future of the future kids, to say the least, too. It's really sweet to say the idea of having to be very inspirational and saying, that, like, oh, when my daughter grows up, I want her to be this, this, and this. I don't want her to do all of this stuff, which I thought was really sweet for a father's point of view for him to do that. It's really great. Then the way that the album closes out with the song Universal Love with Chris Brown and Chloe of Chloe and Haley. I uh, thought it was really cool, and Cass was an interesting intro to start with, and having a Janet Jackson sample, which was really cool to say that little soulfulness for most of the time. And the messaging seems really cool of having to say, like, oh, why are we killing each other? Let's drop the guns, drop the drugs, let's give universal love, and also giving off like different uh, what ifs. It's like, if I was this, I would do this, this, and this, or even have saying, uh, <laughs> <laughs> having Kanye West for president or someone else would be a vice president so on and so forth and the game would be like a senator or something saying like give free health care free universal love to everyone and all that stuff too it's supposed to be like a very peaceful and harmonious type of messaging to say the least too I really do like the idea that he goes on to for it as well too overall I do think that the game had a solid follow-up to uh, born to rap to say the least on this one it's a very hefty project yes it is 31 tracks to do and i do kind of see that it's solid it's a solid project but i do see some flaws a little bit on this album here too and one of them would have to be adding the full 10 minutes as the diss track the black slim shady on this one and there's some tracks that kind of felt like they're there just to fill in some time unfortunately that's what i feel for some of the tracks on this album here too it's solid i do kind of see that the game is trying to show off his best for uh after a three-year break in between the last album and this album here i do see that for sure and he shows he shows off really well for some tracks as well but as the overall album is pretty solid to say the least i'm giving this a 7 out of 10 for this project here primarily because like i said it's a three-year gap in between Born to Rap and Dramatic. It's supposed to be a nice little homage to even Nas's Illmatic album and does a lot of different references as well throughout the whole album, even shouting out Kendrick's newest album as well, even shouting out Dr. Dre and a bunch of other artists as well too, pretty much using different samples throughout the whole album. Some people may say it has a bit of a mixtape appeal for some songs. I do see that as well. But for the overall album and the overall experience through it, two hours of material with 31 tracks to go through. For some, I do kind of see that it's really unique in the way that the game was trying to go on to throughout this whole experience. Some of them to be very dark and gritty and type of scary environment, to say the least, for some people. But some of them can have a very moody, soulful type of experience for some parts on this album as well, too. 
I thought it was pretty solid to kind of go on to that experience for the entire album. And kind of showing him that he improved a lot more from Born to Rap and kind of showed off more uh, attitude and more aggression within. I thought it was pretty solid. Pretty solid project, to say the least. And that will conclude this episode for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully you got some new music out of it. Would I recommend this one? I would. There's some tracks that I would totally recommend on this project. If you like this project, great. If not, no worries. I love every single one of you guys. Thank you so much. But remember, this is my personal opinion based off my personal enjoyment of this project. Thank you and keep on creating little junkies.